I don't know, Pencil. You tell me. I don't know. Also, you have to... Oh, you already did. You're off. Yeah, I already did it this time. Five, four... It, it's not. It's not. Okay. I'll wait. You know what you need? Try it. There it goes! It's live! You remember those 90s TV shows where they'd have the school announcement, you'd hear the xylophone with the, you know, the three-note dings? That's what you need for these things. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the BarCast, where if you say really in just the right way, you completely change the meaning of a sentence. We have your bartenders for this evening. A non-pencil. Please shove things up your penis so it stops working. Enigmatic Otaku. Aha, it's still working. Lyler, I mean, chat penguin lips. Damn it, priest. Milk. <laughs> Hello. And Ravage. It has been a very long time. Today, we have a really special guest. Uh, we have one of the story approvers and higher-ups of Pim Fiction. We have Space Cowboy with us from his car at his job. Yep, you can hear every piece of shit creaking around in this crappy vehicle. How's it going? For those who are tuning in for the first time, welcome. Uh, we are a user-submitted podcast where people suggest the users, and then we ask them questions and make them miserable. I think right now... And were you... Hey! Why don't I describe uh, what a bad question is in the chat, please? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I will ask questions from the chat to our users. You can also submit questions in the broadcast group. Uh, when you are submitting questions, keep in mind, I'm not going to ask questions about politics or, you know, having sex with anything. But I'll ask a lot of other things, so feel free to just uh, go nuts. Priest? So, we'll have to uh, space you back. Priest. Yep, I'm back, y'all. Awesome. Uh, well, now that we're back from Security Guard ASMR, uh, we have a few interview questions from you. Uh, first of all, who are you? What do you do for the fandom? Hey, get delayed again. Oh, the drinking word, priest. What's the drinking, the drinking word? Drinking word for today is y'all. Uh, so every time you hear the word y'all, please, please drink. Please drink. We should change it to every time we hear a uh, like background noise from him, we should drink. We're just then we just down a whole fifth, like the entire pod. Y'all don't hate yourselves enough for that. <laughs> Dude, this is what I do. It's Friday. Let's do it. Add it to who it is you're talking about. Add it to the drinking word list. No, every time, every time. Of course, it's been quiet the last five hours, and everything has to start at the moment. Podcast goes live. Go figure. Um, just just to say, like, if we need to reschedule Space Cowboy, we definitely can. Um. It's usually dead. Let's keep going. Okay. Um, introduce yourself then. Who are you and what do you do for the fandom? Uh, I go by the handle name, Space Cowboy. 
As for what I do for the fandom, ah, first I started reading. Then I got the dumb idea to do some writing. And then I got the even dumber idea to hop on board when uh, El Dorado back in 2014 said, hey, you should totally come be a story approval for us. And since then, I've waded through the filth and excrement that the worst of the site put forth. And every now and then, I find a few gems. So there you go. Awesome. Um, so next question, how did you get into the fandom? At it. Reading. To keep it simple. Really? You didn't get in through, like, watching the show first? Nope. I was reading. And I had a phase where I kind of ran out of space for books as a teenager. So I'm like, well, there's this thing called the internet. Let's give it a try. Found out real quick how god-awful that could be, as I'm sure some of y'all are aware. And it was through not fan fiction, believe it or not. Thank God for that. It was through, uh, I don't even remember which site, but I found someone who started posting some My Little Pony stuff, go figure. And that led me to fanfiction.net, where you've seen me ever since. Of course. Uh, so what would you say is your favorite part of the fandom? Uh, the online community, the fanfics, cons, music? Uh, obviously, you read a lot, but um, what's your take on it? Hmm, my favorite part. Well, here's something uh, that should be interesting for you. As far as media goes, I really have not watched much of the show. Yeah. Surprise. Um, mostly it is... The interesting stories and takes on a, you can still say it's a relatively bare bones world that's presented in my little world. And it is what people have taken with that rough structure, written and refined upon. Um, still quite a lot of questionable stuff I've read, but uh, I think the creativity and passion goes into some of the fan fictions or what stands out to me. Awesome. And then you have things like Fullcom that are just like, okay then, and other crazy stuff, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, I like the idea that over the radio you left it on and your, and your co-worker's going to hear you speaking right now. Yeah, not so lucky there. Um, I'm definitely <laughs> by myself. I have to intentionally contact others, but uh, I'm sure y'all will, hopefully you won't get too much, but you know, you'll hear the bump and crunch of the car, unfortunately. It's kind of crap. Right, of and course. It'd make for fun conversation, though, if they did, I'm just saying. So, um, we do know that you're a higher up of uh, FemFic, and there's going to definitely be some questions about that, like some of the crazy things that you've seen. And then you even said that you had some questions for us, and so we're curious about that. But let's let's get through these next two questions first, and then we'll jump into those. Um, so first of all, if there is one thing you could say to your followers, fans, or haters, what would you say? Quit asking me for updates, goddammit. They'll come whenever they come, at some point. Nah. Um, Really? That right there 
right there is more for reference to the fact that, you know, everyone tries out riding at some point or another. Uh, I got stupid lucky because I had, you know, a lot of people that somehow liked my stuff. And then I associated my riding with school, and it really hasn't been the same since in terms of updates and such. Um, I think it's an interesting mix of people that have expressed their opinions in many ways. Although I will admit, I am a fan of those who uh, have expressed a strong dislike for me, whether it was my writing, my comments, or my decisions as a story approver. There are some interesting PNs that I forgot to dug up, unfortunately, about that. But uh, just thanks. You're all out of your goddamn mind finding me good. And uh, yeah. No real end to that, just open ended. Why not? Sweet. And then, last but not least, uh, let's see if, uh, let's see how many people you can upset here. All who right. Is, who is best pony? I see what you mean by best pony. Hmm. At one point in time, I might have answered Twilight. At one point, and then the show butchered her just, just a bit. Um, Luna, perhaps. Starlight was a bunch of wasted potential. She could have been a phenomenal villain. I'm going to have to go with Sunset Shimmer. Really? Well, I suppose I haven't ruined her just yet. I'm I'm guessing you want a why. I can give you a why if you'd like. Only if you want. We can always move on because there are all sorts of user-submitted questions that we've got. And then, of course, um, I believe there was a special request to ask you if you have any memorable moments on Fim Fiction. Okay, well, I think we've got some time for me to go into why I believe Sunset Shimmer's best, so I will, just because I can. Go for it. As a character, she is arguably, I'd say, one of the most developed characters that hasn't been ruined. She's shown both sides of the spectrum, and what can I say, I'm a sucker for those who fall prey to their personal problems decide to rule a school in another dimension and turn into an evil demon. I'm just saying. So you have a, you have a hard on for women with power. <laughs> I see. <laughs> That's what you take from it all. Now, I honestly think... It's usually what he takes from it, trust me. Story, her official character and story anyway thus far is actually one of the most interesting things that you can somewhat re- relate to reality while keeping it within a fiction story. Fair. That's uh, obviously all parts of a character that are really cool to write. Um, But uh, let's see. So you mentioned before we started that you had a question for Enigma that you wanted to wait until we were live for. Um, do you want to wait on that? Do you want to go into the user submitted questions? This is kind of your uh, interview here, Space Cowboy. How do you want to proceed? Let's just say I want to wait until I've said that dream board a few more times before I start asking those questions. <laughs> fair, they, fair. Uh, really, they're fair. Really to uh, 
an igneous area specialty, and I'll just leave it at that. Fair, fair. So, uh, let's jump into some user-submitted questions. We're going to start with some ones from Lieutenant Major Dude, who says, Not going to lie, Mr. Space Cowboy, I don't watch Cowboy Bebop. One of the few things I know about it is that the main character is named Spike. So then he had a little picture of Spike the Dragon. Speaking of which, what do you think of Spike on Cowboy Bebop in My Little Pony? Uh, in My Little Pony, it's some, he summed up in one word. Doormat. Hey, someone else who hates Spike! Woo! <laughs> I'm just saying. He often gets neglected. He's only used when, you know, it's a TV show. He's only used when it's rolling. And gets shoved aside quite often otherwise. And because he's with Twilight, it happens a lot. Which then has translated into the stories. Oftentimes, Spike gets ignored. He's a doormat. He's used only when it's required, etc. It's kind of boring. I think he's one of the characters that's been shafted the most. Um, would love to see more people actually use him in a capacity that isn't him in a high school with a bunch of women trying to screw him up. I'm just saying. Do you think that Spike is listed as property under Twilight Sparkle? Uh, there is probably a long debate to be had between a property, servant or slave, and younger brother. Because let's face it, sibling and servant sometimes go hand in hand, depending on the family. Depending on the family, but we'd like to think <laughs> that in My Little Pony Land, you know, we don't have those kinds of families. Well, we have the Apple family. Okay, never mind. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Cows are second-class citizens. I, I was going to say, as for the uh, Cowboy Bebop, first of all, I need to go back and reply to it. So he sees it, he needs to watch the goddamn anime, because it is a phenomenal piece of work. Uh, one of a handful from 80s, 90s that are really good and worth watching. And his character's a badass. It's kind of... I've been going by, you know, my handle is obviously inspired by it. And I've been using it for 13 or 14 years now, I think, and have never changed besides having to add or drop the numbers. So, right, right. Yeah, next question we got. Awesome. Next question here is it seems that Mr. Space Cowboy is a story approver. What is the worst story that you've had to approve? Well, that can be taken one of two ways. Are we talking about, okay, it met the standards and it's going up even though we don't want it to? Or is it, dear mother of God, holy fire, kill it now. This thing's never seen the day of light. I think they want to hear both. Okay, so as far as stuff that goes up on the site that we may not like, but it technically meets the standards... Um, let's see, there's probably a couple. I find a few subjects distasteful. Um, scat, diapers, mm -hmm. water sports, it's just, like, not my thing. I don't see how it could be anybody's thing, but we've had it written, we've had it put into queue, and we've had to approve it, because while, you know, the queue's there for more of a quality check type deal, they meet the standards, we're not going to repress. So, those have been some of the terrible ones. Um, 
there have also been some questionable ones of mature content where there's literally a disclaimer. Characters are 18. You're not quite sure when you read it, and you have to read it closely with those, unfortunately. And the writing's terrible. The grammar is garbage. But technically, it meets the standards because of the disclaimer, and it's somewhat readable. After the third fail or so, anyway. And uh, those are kind of eh. Um, I suppose we should get to the burn it with holy fire and incinerate it from existence. Yes. There, there, there is the lovely wall of text. It doesn't even matter what's being written. We've had walls of text before in the past where it is usually those are only a thousand words or so because let's face it, that's all those people who don't understand how to format shit goes. They usually just try to hit the minimum to post something. We're not fan fiction. Fan fiction. Um, we did have one story that was, I think, 20,000 words long that had no formatting, though. That was god-awful. Um, there's always the fun. It happens every three to six months. Someone makes a novelty account. And, of course, you know, we really don't restrict the, I guess you could call it free speech aspect. If you want to make the username with questionable content in it, okay, I don't know why you would, but you're allowed to. But we usually get some aspect of somebody trying to do the Columbine school shooting way back when and ponifying it or making a pony story along those same lines. And those oh, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I was sitting here like, Flutter Priest, I'm like, oh god, did I open a can of worms with the whole religion thing? But no, now I see what you're saying. Now I see what you're saying. No, I figured I would leave certain other stories along similar concepts that we just shoot down out of the principle. He said, we really don't, you know, um, shit, what's the word for it? Uh, discriminate? Not so much discriminate, but we really don't repress anything. So if it meets the standards, you know, it'll go up. But there are a few things, such as that, for example, and yes, there have been religious and political things that we've caught that were just like, no, this isn't going to happen. Of course. But uh, most of the time, stuff, if they can meet our standards, we put it. Um, the fun ones, less burn it with fire and more are you really trying to pull this over us, are these stories where people will take, say, a Christmas tale. They'll find the transcript. They'll copy and paste it in. And then they'll control find and replace names with ponies and places with pony plants. Um, plagiarism dressed up pretty much. And that does happen from time to time. Usually it's caught the moment it comes up because you can tell by the writing or it just is blatant. They'll put, you know, this is a crossover with X when really it is X. Just pony. Um, any other questions I, you might have about that type of stuff? Well, uh, it's interesting you bring up the plagiarism thing because um, there's definitely cases of plagiarism on fan fiction. What do you guys do to um, ensure that people don't plagiarize other people's stories? Well, let's see here. Uh, if we 
catch it in the story queue in the first place, and we realize, you know, hey, this sounds familiar, we search it up, and lo and behold, you know, it's been posted on another account already. Well, they get a nice little warning of, hey, you're stealing other people's shit. We're being nice for warning you. It's not published on the site. So you haven't technically hit the point where it is plagiarism, you know, through and through, because y'all can't see it. You can't, but no one else can. Um, once it's up, or actually, let's go back. Do you think if they submit it again and it's still plagiarized, delete the story, give the account two week ban, next one permanent? Uh, if we catch stuff on the site, if they only have one story with one instance, it's generally a delete the story, two-week ban, don't do it again, or else it's permanent. Sometimes we do jump straight to a permanent, though, um, especially whenever they have numerous stories and we find out, hey, you know, one got reported for plagiarism. If we look at the others and they're all stealing from others, then, yeah, too bad, so sad, we don't give a shit, you're gone. All right. Well, that answers those things. So thanks for the little diversion. We're going to jump back into the user-submitted questions. Um, so uh, the next question is, your name is a combination of both space and cowboy. Those remind me of two certain ponies. Which do you like most, Luna or Applejack? Both, op uh, both is an option, but a disappointing option. Um, let's just say between Luna and Applejack, there really is no question at all whatsoever. Um, due to the simple fact that, let's face it, Applejack, much like Rarity in what we see in the shows, is often portrayed as a stubborn bitch who only exists to serve to a detriment to her friends. I'm just saying. And again, it goes back to you know, the show. We only use it when it's necessary, blah, blah, blah. But her character, as much as they try to push the whole family pony thing, she really gets used as a bitch almost as much as Rarity does. Huh. So, uh, Luna, I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, the next... Go ahead, Enigma. Just because Luna hasn't had much of an opportunity to be a bitch. Very true. And uh, I will say that a lot of the fan views of Luna, like the gamer Luna, can go die in a dumpster fire. I'm just saying. But, uh... The, you know, out of displaced, out of time, unfamiliar with the world, struggling to cope while she's thrown into a leadership role from the bat because Celeste is a manipulative bitch. I can sympathize and I feel for her. All right. Next question that we've got. Uh, they ask, do you like anything else besides Cowboy Bebop? Give me some areas of media, and I'll give you some answers. Um, how about books? Books, okay. I'm going to go a bit cliche and start out with Tolkien. Um, you know, fantasy. Fantasy's always been my pie, if you would. Slice of cake, pie, whatever you want to use. Um, Tolkien was one of the if not the very first book author I was introduced to. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with The Hobbit to some degree. Of course. Kid, um, we had a fully illustrated copy of The Hobbit, and when I was a young child, every night before bed, my mom would pull it out, read some to us, 
and that is pretty much my introduction into reading. And so that has stuck ever since. Um, along those lines with fantasy, here's Anthony before he got old and creepy and started getting more, you know, like sexual predator in his writing. Um, I've always been a fan of, my mind's blanking on her name, and I feel terrible because I have almost every single one of her books. The one who's probably most commonly known for the Pern series, the Dragon Riders of Pern. Uh, I'll probably remember her name after all this, but she's an author that I'm a fan of. And then there are a few other series. Um, you've got Robert Jordan and then Brandon Sanderson finishing off The Wheel of Time I enjoyed. There is a dragon fantasy series where dragons are introduced to the Napoleonic Wars. Um, the Timuraire series or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you have plenty of novels, mostly in the vein of fantasy. Hit me with another media type. Uh, music. Music. Uh, that is a grab bag. Just don't give me any country. Johnny Cash is an exception. Don't give me any rap or hip-hop. Uh, recently, let's see. The Seatbelts, who did the soundtrack for Go Figure Cowboy Bebop. Um, as a matter of fact, I could probably just pull up my library right here. As funny as this may sound, Adele is extremely impressive as an artist. Pink Floyd, I absolutely love until the day I die. Um, some of the folks over at OC Remix put out some pretty good albums at times. Uh, da -da -da. I'm just literally listing random authors out of the music I have on my tablet here pretty much. Um, Lindsay Sterling is impressive for her string work. Nabuo Uematsu is amazing for both not only his own band, but for all the uh, compositions he's done. Artists said Floyd, Spelts. Trans-Siberian Orchestra was always one of my favorites. I've caught three or four of their concerts live over the years, and it's always been a treat. So yeah, and uh, just to finish it off, I'm going to go ahead and say Elton John because I grew up with Disney. So Elton motherfucking John. All right, well, let's move to the next question then. Uh, final question from Lieutenant Major Dude is, three, two, one, are you ready to jam? Always ready to jam the tank. Awesome. Uh, next question comes from Famous Last Words. What is your favorite 90s song, and why should it be Damn It by Blink-182? Well, it's not Damn It by Blink-182, so uh, sorry, but not sorry, Famous, you lose. Um, 90s song, shit. I want to fly off a of space jam, I'm just saying. Okay, fair First enough. I remember that song. I remember that yep. song. Silly, a great movie. Song was catchy, and it's the first thing that popped to mind. I'm sure I've always been listening to music since I don't even know when. So I'm sure I can keep on going on, but I'll go ahead and go with that one. Sounds good to me. Awesome. Uh, now we're going to questions from Snuffy. Uh, question number one. Why is Mordane Stronghoof the nope. best story on nope. fiction? Nope, nope. I want to stop you right there. Nope. Nope. Okay. You can... Uh, 
did you see my uh, reply to him whenever he asked that question? I did not. Yeah. I'm pretty certain he asked it because uh, Mordain Strongcuff, as you know, I brought it up in the Barcast General Chat one day. As a prime example of everything that you could do wrong with an HIE self-insert. And continued to roast it for the next three days until I finally stopped reading the story because I didn't want my eyes to bleed anymore. All right. <laughs> um, then we'll move on past that. Uh, number two. <laughs> Is it becoming more common that people self-publish without a story approver? Somewhat. Yes, and generally speaking, it's not too much of an issue. We still have a few people who don't really think before they do. Let's face it, that's most people sometimes. But uh, with the latest site update, it used to be you would need three stories to be able to basically skip the approval process and go straight to post. Um, with the update that happened start this month, last month, you only need one now, and after that, self-publish becomes an immediate option for you. Um, there are a few people that I've gone and I've asked, in what world do you think this was okay? It's generally descriptions of all things, really. You wouldn't think it, but people are just incapable of coming up with descriptions that don't describe a thousand stories. Or tell you, hey, you're looking at this description, go read the other one. That doesn't help. So, hmm. um, besides that, there generally hasn't been too much of an issue. Um, maybe a little bit more questionable content slipping through. But generally speaking, the users of the site are intelligent enough to understand whenever they see something questionable, they report it. Or, well, you know, a few of us frequently browse the front page, we catch it, okay. Well, the next, the next question is kind of tangential to it. Uh, have there been many issues with self-approved stories not following the rules? With what? The self-published stories not following the rules? Yes. Okay. Um, so I kind of already explained that to some degree. Like I said, there have been some. Um, a lot of people seem to run afoul of the meta rule lately whether, where they will slip in a username as part of the story or make them a major character. And we've never allowed that, really, uh, at least far back as I can recall, to about 2013. And that has broken the rules a little bit. Um, he said we've had a few instances where we've had to take down cover art that was self-published because... You know, some people don't understand NSFW means not safe for work. And there are some things that may not explicitly show anything, but you sure as hell wouldn't want your coworkers or boss looking at it anyway. Uh, so some people seem to forget that that line exists, as I tongue-tied it there. Um, those are generally the two things that I've seen as far as that goes. Um, a lot of stuff that gets reported aren't stories so much as blogs and other comments, so. Excuse me. 
All right. Then let's move to the next question. Uh, you seem to have a soft spot for sappy romances. True or false? Give me your shitty romances any time of the day, and I will read it to a pretty extreme limit whenever it comes to readability. I have suffered through some god-awful grammar and uh, brain farts. Some god-awful grammar and punctuation to read romance stories that appeal to me. You read through my shitty romance story and you loved it, going by the comment you left. Well, if I read your shitty romance story and I left a comment saying I liked it, then I liked it and I didn't care enough to look for the flaws. And that's part, whenever I'm reading, just in general, romance is my soft spot. Um, I'd say probably 75% of the stories in my libraries across the spectrum are tacked as such. But um, if you can write a good story that grabs my attention and don't throw any gaping, obvious issues at me, I can sit through some pretty terrible stuff overall to read that story. Awesome. Then we'll go to number six. Uh, you often don't pull your punches in the comments when you think a story is going off the rails. Do you think authors need to get more tough love in general? Well, let's just say I may not pull any punches, but if that's what they think tough love is, dear Lord, wake up to uh, the world, please, because it gets a lot worse. Uh, admittedly, yes, I have left some comments where I'm done typing it up, and I realized I could have written a short story instead. Um, I think my longest comment was somewhere around the vicinity of about 1,500 words, all explaining what went wrong in their story, whether it be, you know, something that could have been caught in the planning process or a plot hole, or plot holes multiple. Those are always the fun ones. But uh, the more invested you get me in a story, and then you start mishandling, you fumble it, or you just destroy it entirely, the more likely I am to leave one of those long, still constructive, I'd like to think still constructive, comments that gets a bit, you know, it's blunt, it's to the point, I'm not going to dance around. I don't believe in the whole, what's a good analogy related to? Participation medals, if you would. I don't believe in Okay, you know, you wrote the story, great, excellent. You know, it's like, hey, you wrote the story, it had promise, it was going great, you screwed up. I'm not going to give you a medal for that. I'm just going to tell you how it is, and if you think you can fix it, excellent. If you want to keep running with it, it's your story, it's your prerogative, and I'm sure I'll be asked at some point why I decided to write, and I'll probably come back up again then. Now, I know you said that the story has promise, but what I heard you say was that the story has piranhas. <laughs> Enigma? Enigma, what think, is wrong with you? I don't think I've read a story with piranhas. And the first thing that comes to mind, though, piranhas, daring to make it happen. Enigma, if you put tits on the piranhas, I swear to fucking God, wait. I will gut you. I will gut you. Wait, you want a clop story between daring do and a gang of piranhas? A school of them? Daring do and eaten out by piranhas. Uh, more, like, more like she's being dined in. And 
and they're doing the dining. Reverse vor. Got it. Huh. Dear Lord. Okay, that was a fun little tangent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realized I skipped number five. Uh, which story on this site are you currently most eager to see updated? That's a hard one. Um, I have a folder with, uh, I believe it's nearing 200 stories now, none of which have been updated in the last two years, 90, 95% of which I have read every available chapter to. Um, I've got like another three to 400 that I'm following at the moment, I think. Shit. Which one comes to mind first? Let's go really far back and let's say Growing Pains, even though Perth canceled it years ago. This one. Uh, no, I, actually, I got a better one. For Backwards Through the Mirror, I believe it's called. Um, very interesting story in which the, or I believe, Gaelic European view of changelings was used as a massive plot point and it focused around twilight pretty much being kidnapped and abducted by said changelings and turned into one it got really interesting and then the authors kind of poofed like a lot did oh so i'll go ahead and say that one all right now we've got Five more questions from Snuffy that are more of a role-play nature. Um, So, um, Space Cowboy, you and the Barcast are invited to attend the Grand Galloping Gala. The catch is that you made a deal with Twilight. Keep your friends out of trouble, or she will give you hugs tonight. Number seven. He he, he made it rhyme? Seriously? Did that just rhyme? Yes. Rhymes. Oh, Lord. You're fucked, man. Oh yeah. Well, you can try. It's not gonna happen, though. Let's see what. Let's see what we do. Let's see what happens. Number seven. You've been at the gala for five minutes, and Milk is already chasing and harassing Scootaloo. How do you solve the situation? (laughs) I grab Scootaloo, find the highest ledge, and jump off and float away. Because that's how chickens work, right? At least according to. Jesus oh Christ. <laughs> That's the best answer I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm going to draw it. I'm so going to draw that now. <laughs> do it, do it. Number eight. <laughs> One hour later, you find Enigma trying to... Uh, woe? Mares? Woo. Woo. As in... Woo. Woo Mares by doing the caramel dancing on the dance floor. How do you solve the situation? Who is Enigma trying to woo? Anyone. Anyone Anyone who will sleep with him because he's that desperate. Well, good luck to you. I want to be taking video, and I'll make sure to post it to YouTube. Thank you. Public service. I become a Questrious first meme. (laughs) Yep. All right, number nine. Two hours in, you find an intoxicated pencil sneaking up on Celestia, looking like she's ready to jump up on her back and ride her into battle. How do you solve the situation? Don't forget the saddle. Problem. I don't, I don't ride in the battle bareback anyway. We got this. 
Well, then I'd wish her well and I'd help hold Celestia down. Number 10. Three hours in and you see Flam and Warfare sneak a pill into Luna's drink. How do you solve, <laughs> How do you solve the situation? I'd chide Flam and tell him that if he wasn't going to write more of my best friend Luna, why would he be trying to drug her? I'd then drag him to the nearest fat pony, preferably one named Stella, and cut him <laughs> loose. That man, if that happened. No, she would fuck him up. <laughs> I'm just saying, I would use this creation sense just a bit. Smart move. Very smart move. Last but not least, number 11, the gala is almost over, but you see Flutter Priest heading towards the karaoke machine. How do you solve the situation? Uh, if the karaoke machine needs money to operate, I fill it full. Um, oh, God. If Flutter's drink is empty, I top it off. And then I keep the foals away. And then you, you set the songs to care. It's a piano man over and over. I'd nah, that's a, that, piano man's overplayed. Come on. Even TV shows make on a piano man karaoke. No, you gotta get more, you gotta get more creative. How about some friendship right. songs for My Little Pony for karaoke? Done that. <laughs> All right, now we've got questions from Seventh Heaven. A uh, few questions. Number one, is Cowboy Bebop your favorite show? And if not, what is? Cowboy Bebop is my favorite anime. Um, I'll go ahead and say that. I watch a lot of other TV shows, and so to just put it at the top doesn't really do justice to all the other stuff I've watched. Um, in case you are curious, I think right now my favorite TV show is a mix between the first five seasons of Supernatural and a Canadian SWAT team equivalent show called Flashpoint. Oh, okay. Um, number two, what would you say is the most taxing part of being a story approver? Hi, I'm new to sight. Here's my story. Can you edit? Oh, God. I love those. <laughs> oh, absolutely love them. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, you know my short bio. Long time ago, I put, if you have any story-related questions, please ask. People seem to think that their ideas and actual editing is what I should be looking at and helping them with. Because you're a story approver. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. I still think uh, I'm going to run off on a tangent real quick. It is somewhat of a badge of honor when you are reported for doing your story approval duties. And I think my best today was someone who took their Spanish story, slapped it into Google Translate for English, changed all their punctuation back to Spanish uh, punctuation, you know, the inverted question marks, exclamation points. And then after I failed their story, because it was, you know, I told them, hey, you translated this, and that's all you need to have someone help you clean it up. I first got reported for, I don't remember what the first report was for. The second report, though, I got reported for being racist against Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> 
best uh, report I've had against me to date. Oh God! All right. <laughs> You've never reported us for that. Hmm. I'm surprised no one there. reported me for being Mexican. Wow. Let us do cha, that. Cha, cha. Yep. <laughs> and final question from Seventh Heaven, number three: If you had to pick one user on the site who had the most writing talent, who would it be? One user on the site with the most talent. Hmm. That's debatable because some people with talent piss it away on stupid shit. Like and writing people, My Little Pony fan fiction. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to go that low of a blow. I wasn't going to go that low. Sorry. And, and then there are others who have very little talent but are able to put together a coherent story that far outstripes those who have talent but waste it away trying to do their shit. Um. For the sake of being polite, I'm not going to name one individual above the others because I'm not sure I could. Some people lately who I've been enjoying reading from, though. Excuse me. I know some people find some issues with this writing, and it does have a score. But Ray Can has been an author that I've been interested in writing some lately. Um... Damaged is another interesting individual that I've known for a bit of time now. And while some stuff I definitely wouldn't read, their creativity is extremely interesting to read and see the product of. Um, some of you people are half decent, I'm just saying. Uh. Some, some, some others I might uh, help toss in a dumpster. I won't name names. Enigma. <laughs> nah, um, <You're> common. <laughs> but uh but he keeps climbing back out nah I'm a dumpster fire I, <laughs> hey, I get hey, it hey, hey, enigma, enigma put tits on a dragon I'm just saying tits on yes. a reptile come on enigma yeah, yeah but he wasn't the first person to do it he was not the first person to do it oh I have no he doubt he did it worse which makes him <laughs> we're talking about a website where there have been Dozens, if not hundreds, of spike harem stories. So, yeah, I'm sure someone did it before Enigma. Anyway, looping back around, um, yeah, it's just honestly, there's too many names to name because, like I said, you can be flawed as a writer. It's not so much the talent, it's what you do with it. And honestly, a lot of people who have the talent are too pretentious to put it to proper use. So, not all. Not going to name any names or such, but I look at content rather than, oh, they're really talented. Because you can have well-written stuff that's still not entertaining, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah, I've run across a number of stories like that. So, uh, what else do you got? All right, now we've got some questions from Chat Penguin Lips. Uh, Chap, do you want to ask your own questions? Uh, sure. Go Go for it, Chap! Go it, Lammy! Okay. (laughs) First question. How much of the show have you actually seen? Um, in summation, between the TV show, the movies, and the shorts that have been released, 
I have seen about 45 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought I remembered. Why is that? As you know, things are produced given certain visual styles to try to appeal to specific age groups. Um, I have simply, unfortunately, outgrown the animation style that My Little Pony took. Um, a lot of the cartoons of, you know, today that a lot of people are like, this is awesome, fantastic. I just can't sit down and watch because the visual style just no longer appeals to me as an individual, unfortunately. So it's like the difference between watching something made say back in the 80s like uh 80s and 90s like cowboy bebop where everything was hand drawn and hand animated and only computer enhanced whereas now it's all made on computer and it's all really super simple and mm, i i'm gonna say quick and easy i think it's more honestly i think a large part of it is more that cartoons are extremely more targeted in their audience these days Mm. So everything is done with that audience in mind. Um, this, the most recent cartoon that I can even recall watching was some of the uh, Venture Brothers and mm. Archer. Actually, Archer's a little bit more recent. But even then, that was more mature-oriented, and it's only a cartoon in the sense of how it's animated. So, yeah. It's just... Given my time watching children's cartoons of today's time, or watching my shows that I may be interested in on Netflix, the show's kind of went out. All right, next question. How was well, your time? I want to interrupt you. Oh, okay, go ahead. Um, along those veins of having only watched a little bit of time, I, I, know, I believe Chap has been told of this. Um, some of you might remember Poltron, whenever he was still on staff. But uh, when it originally came out, that I had watched very little of the show at all. Both Poltron and Mighty Both called me a faggot. <laughs> it, first and only time in my life I've ever been called a faggot not watching an animated cartoon show. <laughs> <laughs> so what I hear is that what I hear is that you, you what you don't what I hear is that you don't want to kiss another dude. What are you gay? <laughs> wow. Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I figured that that would be something worth sharing because I found it hilarious and I still find it hilarious being called a faggot for not watching My Little Pony. Okay. How was your time in the Air Force? Uh, it was interesting. My job was long periods of nothing, then the period of an adrenaline rush for 20, 30 minutes up to an hour, hour and a half at times. Uh, I do not like having competent individuals over me. Unfortunately, that is the way of life in the workforce. But uh, overall, I'll call it an enlightening experience. I'd say the job I did was a blast. And even now, I miss it. 
and it's been what this is july i believe i've been separated from the uh, air force for five years now but uh, it was definitely a trip and it paid for my school so that was a plus that's always a bonus yeah <laughs> okay so in my short time of story approving i picked up on a couple things that trigger me a little bit whenever I see certain mistakes or errors in stories. Are you similar at all? Are there any sort of fix you approve that just really grind your gears or any errors you see in people's writing that just irritate you? Well, Jeff, you really want to know what grinds my gears? <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. So first off, stories of questionable content or nature Okay, you want to do these horrible, horrendous things to these poor little fillies. What did the CMC ever do to you, you horrible monster? Uh, that is definitely something that bugs me. Gore fix, in general. What the fuck are you doing writing gore fix? My little poop. Mm -hmm. Come on. <laughs> what about yeah, soul? What about what about soul vor? What about what? Soul It's fine. Don't don't worry about it. It's just one of Enigma's many fetishes. Continue. Oh, you mean vor? Um. Oh no, he means vor of the soul. Don't worry. It's literally just his fetish. You can ignore him. We always do anyway. Well, you gotta realize whenever you say vor, there are far too many options available. There should be under any set of moral circumstances. Any definition? Just don't show me the details. I I'm just saying, like, snake ponies are an interesting concept. Lamia, what have you, those are kind of naga. But, uh, no hard details, please. But back to what grinds my gears. Dumbass people who are incapable of understanding what grammar punctuation means after we've failed the story three times and put them on their final warning. And they still resubmit it for the fourth time. And all this happens in the span of 20 minutes. Oh, Jesus. Yep, exactly. Yep, your grammar and punctuation are not up to standards. Why don't you go look at this lovely writing guide? And 20 minutes later, we're deleting their story and giving them a 24-hour ban because they're fucking stupid. <laughs> Oh, did I say that last part out loud? <laughs> um, shock fix. Shock fix can go burn in dumpster fire because, let's face it, that's where they belong. Okay, um, um, so I'm ignorant, and I'm sure at least a few other people are. What the hell is a shock fix? I'm sure you have heard of the accounts. Let's see, something emo and edgy is one. Um, oh, okay. When the life is another. And uh, you have smaller problems, such as, say, Evictus is a common, well-known individual at the moment. Mm. But a shock pick itself is writing content that is meant to make you go, oh, my dear fucking God, what is this? <laughs> it, it, it serves no purpose other than to try to make you spill your lunch from your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so do 
Yeah, that's my adorable. life, though. It's <laughs> um, my life. Besides that, there are a few other things that just come up a lot. It's, it's less, you know, grinding degree or triggered as it is. Just, dear God, not again. Um, but those would probably be the worst offenders as far as what grinds my gears. Oh, one more thing. Any story... Excuse me, that falls underneath the following universes. Fall of Equestria, Fallout Equestria, Five Score, um, some of The Last Pony on Earth, um, Five Nights at Freddy's, although thank God those died long. People hopping on a bandwagon with subpar stories whose plots are so questionable you wonder who the fuck even thought of this. That is the last grinding of my gears for you. Seems like they've been ground quite a bit. All right, so my next question has pretty much already been asked, so I'm going to skip to this. Uh, you're about to graduate college or finish with your courses and everything. How does that feel? Congratulations, dude. Uh, let's just say I've been in burnout for pretty much the last year, so it's phenomenal. I have... Uh, Something around the vicinity of 31 days and 7 hours left until I finish my final course. Yes, I'm counting literally to the hour and minute. Um, stay in school, kids. It's a good idea. Um, it's a good idea to show up to your finals in college, I'm just saying. Um, if you feel like you're not prepared for college and you have the ability to go, take a year off. Work a job, grow as a person, cool. But, uh, yeah, I'm thankful I'm almost done, to say the least. It's also why I'm quitting my job in two weeks. Hooray, congratulations. <laughs> you sounded more sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, really Shinji. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I am so thrilled to be quitting my job. It's just, oh, dear God. It's phenomenal. Well, we got a whole bunch of questions, and we're already halfway through, so let's see what we can do to get through the rest of these. Um, uh, we're an hour deep. <laughs> By the way, since we're an hour in, do you have that question for me now, or do you still want to wait? Uh, I don't think I've said y'all enough. How drunk are you? I can fix that. Drunk enough, man. Everybody take a shot. Nah, I just intended to poke fun at you about uh, certain things. Y'all. Don't do it. D poke fun at him for days. Everyone beats up on Enigma. Okay. Um, Enigma, what would you yes. rather do? Ride a clock thick where you have dragons with breasts on them? Or write a Spike Heron story complete with mature content? Uh, both actually make Spike Barb and then have her, you know, male harem. <laughs> oh, hey, I'd, have to get, get, I'd probably have to get really great to trip you up there. Yes, Pencil. So we never have to hear Sounds it like once again. Huh? <laughs> what what was that you said, Pencil? You cut out. 
we never have to hear your voice again. But you love my voice. I do not. I do not. <laughs> so I'm, I wish you were dead. Every morning I wake up and I say, I hope he's dead today. And then I turn on my Discord and I go, well, fuck. So, no. No. Well, what would be better than him dying, though, was his family finding all of his Discord history and reading it. Makuro, we bought him that he has in his room. <laughs> I know. I don't, ha I don't have a room. <laughs> Oh my god, Enigma, please die. Anyway, next. <laughs> now we have some questions from Tony Montana. Um, first question is, what will come after MLP is ended? Um, I'm not even sure if my writing will continue or not. Um, as I stated, my writing kind of waned because I associated it with school. Online classes, heavy on the writing. And so it's Instead of spending, you know, thousands, thousands of words a week on Pony, it was thousands of words a week on dry, technical, boring content that was kind of required. Um, if my writing goes again, if Pony does die, and Nighty never gets gen fiction going, um, probably would not, I don't know. Uh, it depends. I have way too many things going on soon to be going on to really be able to tell what is next. Um, I'd like to think, you know, it's a career, a place of my own, a library in my own house, make a nice, impressive study. But, uh, I don't know. So you're going to morph your body into Twilight Sparkle. That sounds like a lofty scientific goal that lays far outside the realms of my potential. Just also, so. sounds similar to probably a uh, pony fiction that I'm sure Enigma will probably write. <laughs> um, if I ever get around to it, I have a very amusing, uh, we call it a pseudo self-insert, self but fuck it, I'll be honest and say it's a complete total self-insert. Self if I ever get around to writing that, that'll be a trip. Oh boy. Yep, exactly. Uh, next question is, how long do you think the fandom in general will last after the show has ended? Um, that one's hard to pin down. Um, obviously, you know, it's not a show that has a wing like Star Trek does. Um, but at the same time, My Little Pony is on the third generation, if I recall. Fourth. And, what? Fourth generation. Fourth. Third. Fourth generation, okay. So obviously, you know, it has some power. And I don't think the fandom is ever going to die, especially since, you know, so much stuff is available on the internet. As some, you know, as people leave, more come. Um, right. So I have a feeling it will be around for some stay. As far as new content goes, I don't think it will ever totally dry up. But there may come a point where, like on fan fiction, .net, where you look through something and you think this should be mercy killed, it may one day reach that point. Right, of course. In terms of new content. Oh, you mean like Sonic the Hedgehog? Sonic, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, gotta go fast. <laughs> Doing rings and coke. So, next question. Uh, we kind of covered it a little bit, but uh, assuming that gen fiction doesn't take off, 
how long do you think that film fiction will last? Um, honestly, it's probably as long as it's profitable to run it. If you start losing money on a website and start a side project, and it's ran for a decade plus, then it might be time to consider go ahead and close the doors. Um, I do think that they will eventually get it going. Uh, I believe there are plans to allow original fiction on the website sometime in the near future. Um, I don't know how long gen fiction will be, though. But I don't think the site's going anywhere anytime soon. We still have a fair chunk of new registers coming in, even though, yes, some of them are bots. Quite a lot of them are bots. Quick question, but, how do you tell? Uh, it's usually relatively obvious, although they've taken lately to spamming out stuff via PMs, which mm. is usually only noticeable if someone reports it, or if Nidi or Zakusek go into the database to examine the sent emails and realize a spam. But uh, early, the early days, it was really easy because they would literally blog and blog and blog and blog. Just all these product ads. Um, that's actually why account deletion was first introduced, was to combat those uh, bots. Wow. Yep. That's also why we never deleted user accounts. Uh, and for a while, we did the self-requested bans if they wanted it closed out. So. Okay. Uh, now, we have a fuck, kill, marry scenario for you. Yeah, uh, and of course, here on the Farcast, I almost slipped up there, killing yourself is always an option. So, fuck, kill, marry, or kill yourself between Singpone, Ember with a huge pair of lactating dragon tits, and a trap who is so effeminate that for all intensive purposes... Is essentially a Fuda with a flat chest. Um, for essential purposes, a Fuda with a flat chest kind of requires having a vagina. I'm just saying, no vagina, they're not quite a Fuda. So, and uh, out of curiosity, who is it that came up with these three options? Jab. Tony Montana. Am I dropping right? Montana. Tony Montana did it. Tony Montana did it. Yeah, pencil's right. Um, let's just say I would have much rather have a nicer selection than those and keep my self-dignity intact and just commit your curie. Fair enough. Always an option. <laughs> Uh, final question yep. from Tony Montana is, what do cowboys ride in space? Spaceships, of course. Of course. I mean, I could go for a pun, but that would require thought. And unfortunately, my wit isn't so great. Unless I just come the shit on the spot. Um, I could say space cows. Space cows? Yep. All right. Uh, next questions come from Nobody Special. That's the name of the user. Uh, Ooh, can, you take, can you take us through the life of a story approver? 
Uh, sure. I wake up. At some point, I end up in front of my computer on my tablet. I bring up the admin page. I look at the approved queue. I pull up the first story. I stare at it for about 30 seconds. I then close the window and start playing video games. <laughs> where comes a step where you reevaluate your life choices? I am way past the point of even considering reevaluating <laughs> my life choices. I'm at too deep. I can totally empathize with that. <laughs> uh, next, what question, uh, what story are you most proud of writing? Um, as far as the most proud, it's currently incomplete, and it's a hot mess. But, one sec. Excuse me. Um, right now, I'd have to say that distinguishment goes to Rebirth by Fire. Shit, I don't even remember the precise title. Is Rebirth Through Fire or Rebirth of or something like that. Um, my writing first began because I read a bunch of stories, and I disliked how the author handled specific elements within their story. Um, felt like there were things that could have been done better. Um, you know, just you're a reader. You're stuck with one thing in you. So, you know, I decided I could do stuff better. And some of my stuff sort of came out, I won't call them complete thick fictions, but a lot of them were on the threshold of being fix fictions. Or thick fix. Fix it fix, yeah. Fix fix, yeah. Um, but the one I'm most proud of is shortly after the whole Twilight Immortality thing came out, or people, you know, were thinking about it, you know, I cranked out my little one shot of, hey, screw all of you writing your sad fix, here's something a little bit more thoughtful. It's still garbage, but because of the timing, it, you know, got featured, and people loved it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I looked at the idea of immortality and how, you know, something different, not just, hey, this person's an alicorn, so they're immortal. Um, that transitioned into, you know, human and equestria elements. And I came up with this really weird idea of, let's take a human, stick a pool of phoenix DNA, and surprise, every time he dies, he's literally reborn in an inferno. And that is the story I think I wrote 50,000 words or so in a single month before I hit my burnout. And I'm sure it's a hot mess now, but I think that's the one I'm most proud of. Um, my first story I did complete it. It was a Twilight romance. Um, I'm proud of you know actually finishing one. At, it was 85,000 words, I think. But it's an even hotter mess um, to the point where I can't even read it anymore. So I suppose that kind of ties in. Conversely, what's the story you most regret writing? Um. time on the site I have deleted two stories from my user page just two um, technically I've removed a third but that was more of a collaboration that turned into a nightmare and headache and it wasn't worth the effort blah 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 never going to be completed so I'm going to just delete it um, the first one I was in a really weird 
dark, moody place. And I thought it'd be hilarious to write a story where each chapter was taking a brony into Equestria and killing them in different ways and making a Hunger Games event out of it, pretty much. Uh, you know, every every human spectacle, a new episode in the show. Um, that one got deleted. I regretted that one. And the other one uh, was Obsolescence's Peach Fat Thick. Well, I deleted that one, too. So huh. that was just a, you know, I think mine was like the 40th of the Peach stories at the time, and I'm just like, why did I even do this in the first place? So. Okay. Then next question, uh, final one from Nobody Special. Uh, tits, thighs, or ass? Tits, thighs, or ass, huh? On a human or on a horse? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just ger- generic blanket statement, yes. Uh, I'm going to say I'm more of a tits guy, but it's within reason. Uh, too big? No. Just right size. Uh, this is going to sound a little bit creepy, but, you know, just handful. Just a handful. Right. Fair enough. Next question comes from Dash Loon. If you could, would you? If I could, would I what? That's kind of an open <laughs> question. That's the, that, that, that's the point. Shit, I mean, if you could, of course you'd do it. I don't know what it is in this scenario. Within reason, there are some things that are just, why would you ever? But I mean, if you're given the opportunity to do whatever might come to mind that sounds entertaining, hey, might as well do it. Fair enough. Uh, now we have uh, questions from Full Mare, who has questions for Spooby Kooby. That's the question. Number one. Excellent. Which CMC would you violate non-sexually? Asterix. Extremely sexually. Uh, the CMC do not appeal to me as characters. Please, in that way. Um, I like them more as incarnations of chaos, despite the fact that they have since been given their cutie mark by the show. Um, I see no point to violating them, because why would you potentially harm that which violates the entire town on a daily basis. Okay. Uh, number two, what is the average day on FinFic for you? Um, the average day on FinFic is me generally refreshing the page, seeing if any new updates have come out. Glancing at the front page and looking for the, you know, now pink romance tag to see if there's anything of interest in the newer updated. I do a quick glance to see, you know, what reports may be filed, uh, what's in the queue sometimes. I occasionally actually touch stories still. Um, and occasionally I'll actually read something. Most of my time is spent going through the 800-something read-it-later stories in the bookshelf and deciding what I might be interested in reading. And by the time I've looked through it, I really don't have the time to read it anymore. Go figure. Go figure. Number three, pancakes or waffles? 
Um, considering the fact that on my recent vacation, I completely jacked up making pancakes, I'm going to say waffles. I murdered that man with the pancakes. How, why would you do that to pancakes? What have they done to you, man? What the hell? Uh, my friend's uh, pan wasn't really nonstick, and I forgot oh. to uh, put the stuff in to make it nonstick. So yeah, I totally murdered it. What boring maple? What what boring maple syrup over pancake foam count as bukake? Well, consi considering on my trip, I had a real Canadian-made maple syrup. I'll call it whatever the fuck you want, so long as it's associated with sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number four. If you could be any non-pony species, what would you be? And zebras don't count because they're only three-fifths of a pony. Are we allowed to do crosses, or can it be just no pony period? Um, sure, do a cross. The notion of Kirins are of extreme interest to me. Okay, you'll have to explain that, because I have no idea what the fuck you they're, just said. They're half-dragons, half-ponies. Yeah, Kirins are half-dragon, half-pony. And of the few stories that I've seen individuals actually use, um... They're pretty much all wasted. Wasted potential. So, yeah. It's an interesting mix because you have the awesomeness of dragons. And let's face it, in the fantasy genre, dragons are up there so long as you do not invoke Cthulhu. And, uh, yeah. So the idea of them, you know, mixing is an interesting one. All right, now we're going to some questions from Mobile Sam. We have Would You Rathers. So, number one, right. would you rather live a life where all of your food has an overpowering salty taste or live a life where all of your food is completely tasteless no matter how much your so sauce or seasoning you add? Um, I would live in a world where I would be the one cooking, so it wouldn't matter. I'm just saying. Um. But obviously, food having taste is kind of, you know, part of the whole thing of food besides needing it to live and stuff. I live in southern Louisiana, okay? Right. Food got to taste well because, hey, that's how it is down here. So Cajun seafood, a little bit extra salt. Well, someone needs to learn how to fuck. Is that, where, is that where you're patrolling right now? Or are you patrolling the scene of deliverance? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's free. Why do you bask in my sunlight? Motherfucker. <laughs> it cuts out and all we hear is motherfucker. In your sunlight. I'm agoraphobic, motherfucker. Oh. So, uh, what, what, what's the next one? Uh, would you rather write a 10,000 word cliched fic full of improper grammar, misspelled words, and a horrible OC, then memorize it word for word and present it to the entire world through a live reading where you'll imitate all the characters' voices or repeatedly slam your face into a table for an hour? Face, table, hour, it's a date. Got it. 
Number three, have a paper cut between all your fingers or on both corners of your mouth. Number three is a fucking sadist question. I'm just saying. Um, how about I go with neither and I just burn all the paper instead? Who needs it? Always an option. It is true. Killing yourself is always an option. <laughs> no, I'm killing all the paper. Hmm. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, would you rather have a million dollars right now or $5,000 a week for the rest of your life? If you choose $5,000 a week, you will die a slow, agonizing, humiliating death at an unknown point in the future. Um, considering the fact that the individual who asks this needs to learn about the power of money now versus the power of A million dollars up front, you can make a hell of a lot more through investing immediately and be making a hell of a lot more than $5,000 a month for the rest of your life. I'm just saying. So, yeah, I'd take the cool mill. All right. Then number five. Uh, would you rather have your tongue cut off with a piece of paper or get fucked by a silverback gorilla? That's very interesting, oddly specific uh, subspecies of gorilla to uh, use, I'm just saying. Ah. Uh, yeah. Couldn't they at least be interesting? I'll be honest with you, that one's kind of lame. Well, um... If you prefer not to answer, we can move on to questions from Alex Underscore. Hey, Alex! He's our friend. Okay, let's uh, hear it from Alex Underscore then. I'm sorry, the, uh, if they'd been a little bit more creative, shock value, say this stuff, yeah, I would have had more fun with it. Fair enough. Um, first question, what is your funniest anecdote? Funniest anecdote. I'm getting my terms mixed up. Remind me again what an anecdote is so I don't have to go to Google. Sorry. Um, a personal story about something that happened to you. It's just something that happened to me. There's no story associated. Or, a funny or a funny story. Just a funny story. Okay. So what happened to you? Okay. Uh, let's see here. Who touched you? <laughs> wow. You should... <laughs> <laughs> was, it the peop was it the people from Deliverance? Was it violin? Well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm not driving for a bit now, so, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've been enjoying the uh, wonderful roads of New Orleans. Um, and a good anecdote. Uh, let's come back to that one while I think on it. That one requires a bit of thought. All right. Uh, what are the strangest premises for stories uh, that you've encountered in the approval queue? Strangest premise? Oh, dear God. Um, the time loop ones are always weird. Um, what's that story called again? Shit. There is an HIE where the premise itself starts out, you know, Boiler, temp, boilerplate, standard. Excuse me, the same. 
And then it starts to show why time loops and time travel is convoluted and fucked up. Um, it's like the main character gets dumped into Equestria's past before before the unification. Somehow ends up in a mortal which practices magic. Uh, ends up being the mother of Celestia and Luna. And then things get weird whenever it's like Oh, Earth, everybody on Earth got superpowers and then caused their own death destruction. Time travel. What the fuck did I just read? Holy crap. I wish there was more. Um, other strange premises. Usually, I just kind of skim through short descriptions. So, there's some that'll let me go, huh? What the fuck? Um, you have, I believe it's Flutter Priest's story where Cadence is a sexual predator. And. Oh, no, there are multiple ones where, sec where Cadence is a sexual predator. Which one? <laughs> um, the one I specifically talked to you about where Cadence was a sexual predator, where you could portray the devastations that it would cause, but people ate it up and wanted more because they loved it. Yep, Parents Night Out. <sighs> yeah, that one, Parents Night Out. Um, that one was a weird one, and I still have yet to bring myself to read it, even though I told you what, 14 months ago or so, I would? Yeah. It's um, a thing. Yeah. Uh, like, the only reason why I considered even reading it is because it was actually, despite how much people loved it, it was an actual attempt to portray the true consequences of fallout and devastation such a thing could cause. So rather than just being Vulcan with a stamp on it. Um... Those ones stand out the most. I'm sure there are far weirder ones. I recall, I believe it's Black Rose Raven, Black Raven Rose or something. They've got some six, seven, eight million words series or something that they wrote that went largely under the radar I read some of. And that one was weird because it brought a lot of uh, Greek mythology into play, I believe it was. So that one got really weird. That's premise. Um, yeah, next question. All right. Yes, please. Uh, how come you're the last of the story approvers to give yourself up to the bar cast? Um, because Flutter Priest inquired roughly around the start of the year. I'm like, hey, I'm driving home. I got home about 40 minutes later. I pinged, hey, what's up? You're talking about the bar cast stuff. And Flutter Priest then went on to never answer my message on Skype for the rest of the year. Until I brought it up with Marcast. Right. That was my fault. My bad. That's right. It's all your goddamn fault, Flutter. All your fault. Shun. Shun. All right. Uh, next question. Next question. Is the Barcast a clothing optional podcast? Considering I'm at work, it kind of is. Uh, if you caught me at home... 6 p.m. my time local. Yeah, I'd probably still be clothing. At least shorts. Shirt, not required. If it had been more late night, well, maybe some drawers. Just saying. Drawers and probably sandals for whatever reason. Just to mix it up oddly. All right. And then, last but not least, the questions for you from Alex underscore. Can you please pull up alongside a police car, roll down the window, and scream, FUCKING NORMIES! Ree! 
live on stream? <laughs> we got Priest to do it the other day. No. Um, well, I may be quitting his job. It has been my, it is my last place of employment, and I would kind of like to have a positive feedback for whenever I go to apply for future jobs. Yeah, not really. So, to do. so I'm seeing in your record here that it says that you you rolled down the window and yelled at an officer re 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 re. Care to explain this? Confirm. Precisely. All right. Uh, now there's a few questions to me. Can we see your fidget? Uh, see you fidget with your big black spinner? And I say no. Uh, am I feeling less ill? No, I feel sick as a dog. Sorry. Uh, and then to ravage something, something plug the art stream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whore it out. Whore out the art stream. Be a whore. Do it. Talk about it. All right. So the art stream is basically just like this, where we're trying to get guests on, hopefully. And yeah, uh, it's not just interview. We're trying to get uh, other artists to come on and actually do live drawings with us. So. Yes, please come watch it. Please support my Patreon so we can continue doing it because, believe it or not, it does actually cost money to do. Um, and, yeah, just come along, come see us, to have a good time, and that's pretty much all we're about over there. Great new content! Yay! More enthusiasm, more life, more explosions! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, unless we get an animator, there's not going to be any explosions. Give it time. Give it time. <laughs> so, now we're going to go to questions from Trickster Forrester, who says, It's that Space Cowboy! Oh shit, what up? So, Spacey, have you ever punched a pelican in its big, dumb fucking muzzle, or alternatively, have you shanked an elephant in the cloaca? And if so, why the fuck would you do something like that? Have you got no... Fucking heart, you evil fucking fourth dimensional lizard man. Fuck you and your fucking feral sea monkey offspring. <laughs> no, no, no offense at Cloacans? Um, that can be summarized in about two words. Oh my. Or no. <laughs> oh, there you go. That, that sums it up. Um, funny aside, the brown pelican is the state bird. I have seen both brown pelicans and normal pelicans. And I've seen the things where they kind of invert their throat and it kind of sticks out a bit and it's weird. And I've seen a pelican decide it's going to eat another bird and nothing will stop it. That was uh, interesting to see. At, I think I was six. That was a very interesting thing to see at six. Um, I think whoever it is needs to remember to take their Ritalin next time before they ask their question. Bit too far? Not far enough? No, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Now next we're going to go to a question from the other other guy who says, I want to take a moment of the podcast to say I'm finally employed and moving on with in life. So um, congratulations, other other guy. I'm happy for that. And then he continues by saying, <clears throat> Gardener, the fucker got my hopes up for nothing. <laughs> um, 
after the fact, headphone warning. Um, warning. We want our we want our people to suffer. We love them that much. He also does this every week, so that's act, it's uh, kind of expected at this point. So, so congratulations for your new job as a meme. I'm sure it doesn't pay very much, but it's better than nothing. So, congratulations. And the congratulations are over. All right. Uh, then he asks, which of your stories would you recommend he read first? Um, well, I've already covered the one I like the most or most proud of. I covered the one I actually completed first. You can always look at my other completed story. That was the product of a 48 hours of no sleep. Um, I decided that there would be no lines, and I wrote the first shit that came to mind. As a result, you have a human punching Twilight in the face, becoming a girl, turning into an alicorn, and in a few points in the story, getting railed by Twilight, Luna, and both of them. Hmm. Sounds like it fit well. <laughs> Sounds like something you'd be interested in. Um, next question. Is there something in this fandom that you just straight despise? Oh, dear God. Dear God, is there ever. Um, I don't think there's any paper long enough to list it on. But I will go straight up to just one thing. And I will say those who ride the coattails of other people most notably seen as people who decided that they liked uh, Past Sentence. Yeah, that's the name of that shit story, uh, Past Sentence. And they decided they'd write all their stories with Nick's. Absolutely despise that sort of shit. Hmm, okay. Uh, final question from the other, other guy. Is nipple ring or nipple stud? Um, it depends on how it's pierced. If it goes all the way around, it'd be a, you know, a ring. If, you know, there's no loop, then it's probably a stud. No, that'd be a nipple bar. I think a nipple stud is physically impossible. I believe I the question is preference, though. A preference? Um, that makes it a completely different question altogether. And I like my nipples pure. What can I say? Fair. Virgin nipples. <laughs> now then. We have some questions from RK Striker JK5. First question is, do you write for other fandoms? Nope. I gave a one short attempt at Pokemon. Realized I hadn't played the game or watched the show in about five to eight years. And I knew absolutely nothing about it. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I tried an original fiction once. It drove me down to a dark alleyway, kicked me out of the car, and proceeded to run me over a few times. So, just my little pony. All right, we've already covered the favorite non-NLP franchise. So, if Zoro and the Lone Ranger ever met, how long before Batman shows up and recruits them to fight Vandal Savage? Batman's too busy jerking off in this cave with all of expensive toys, screaming, I am Batman, as he massages his poor ego after being thrashed by Superman. Because Superman is not stupid. Um, in the meantime, Zoro and 
you said it was the Lone Ranger, right? Yes. Zoro and the Lone Ranger are currently meeting out justice through time across space because why the fuck not? Let's make an interesting show about it. All right. Then next question uh, comes from Patchwork Poltergeist, who is a friend of the cast. Uh, do some call you the gangster of love, or do some people call you Maurice? Uh, wrong reference. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Man, that got, that got a little under your skin, it sounded like. Um, Jesus. Just, just as a tangent. Just as a tangent. One of the other handles that I use in my actual real life affairs um, is a variation of my name and I use good old Tom Sawyer Mark Twain and I cannot tell you how many times that people ask me if I got it from the Rush song so it kind of tied in there I believe it was Rush anyway yeah no it's Rush but the song by Rush is made based on the book yeah, and more people know the song than they do the books. I'm going to take a deep breath and try not to kill myself. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Can we, can we move on yes. so I don't have to end it all? Cancel. I'm sorry. not killing herself, y'all. It's time. I'm, 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 I'm laying down on the job. Sorry, priest. <clears throat> Let me get adorable. With fly line. That's okay. Y'all, y'all missed me the other night whenever I got real drunk. Some of y'all did anyway. Others saw me in the bar cast for a few hours. I think it was. Yay. But it's time what everyone looks for. We have questions with Vylon. So number one, um, well, we actually kind of covered favorite pony, uh, unless you consider it to be different from best pony. Um, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and throw out Twilight and Luna, because the Twi-Luna pair, pairing is also part of the reason why I decided to start writing. So it still holds a special mention, even if Best Pony is now Sunset Shimmer. Alright, uh, what is your personal favorite fic on the site? Personal favorite fic, oh dear god. Um, it's kind of hard That's to pick one story. I've read... I believe the current total in my tracking and completed stories is around 40 million words now, I think, 45. Well, here's a better way to put it. Which yeah. one do you go back to read over and over and over again? Um, Awkward silence moment. <laughs> Yay! Um, the problem with stuff like that is that there's never just one. There's always a few. Mm. And it's one of those things that you remember as you're flipping through them rather than it sticking in your mind. Uh. One of the ones that I've recently read, though, I'll go ahead and just throw that out there so because I remember it. There is a story by the name of Shifting Melodies that actually was a 
RP between two individuals who work well together that didn't really get, okay, I got a little bit hung up on the romance stuff, but it opened up really strong with a good story. And until the last chapter or two, when it became completely obvious, neither of them had any idea what the fuck to write about, was a good story for all million words of it. So hey, hmm. let's go to go with that one. It was a collaborative effort between Osprony and shit, I can't remember his name. The other fellow is the one who actually has posted on his account though. Excuse me. Well, hopefully that's enough for I'm people to go find it by. Yeah, shifting melodies, I think, is literally the only title. Which is surprising given how many Octavia uh vinyl scratch stories there are. Did you just say vinyl? Sorry to rush us along, guys. Yes, I said yeah. vinyl. I say vinyl, I say vinyl. Get over it. I say I'm running both. a little low on time, so we need to be moving on to the next question, okay? I'm sorry to do that. I just we have a lot of questions to get through and we're trying. Like I said, if y'all are willing to stick past two hours, I'm willing as well. I don't know if it's a hard limit for y'all or what, but No, nah, we it, it's a pretty hard time for some of us. So uh, we'll we'll move to the next question. Uh, what yeah. do you think of getting sloppy seconds? That is, uh, depends on who it'd be, honestly. There, there are some things where it's just like, no, it's not worth it. There are others where you could probably be getting sloppy, you know, sloppy thirds, fourths, fifths, sixths, whatever, and it would be worth it. Yeah. That's just like, depend, depends on the situation. Okay. Would you rather staple tapeworms on your penis or drink brain juice from a fetus? Or kill yourself, of course. What is up with people in these crazily far-fetched things? It's just like, why would you mm -hmm. want to do either? Here to the podcast. All right. Retain the honor here, here. Uh, would you? Yeah. Would you rather suck on your grandma's eyeballs or have a dozen naked toddlers humping every part of your body? Jesus Christ! <laughs> what the? That's what we have. This this is normal. This is normal this, for us. This this is Vylon, you said? Yeah. Vylon. Vylon is a sweetie. I thought I had some fucked up thoughts in the past. <laughs> but you showed me new levels. Congratulations. And again, the answer to that one would have to be here, here. All right. That's next question. Actually, okay. No, next sorry. one. Next, okay. <laughs> next one is a role play question. You are a pedophile. And by the name of Pedo Bear, your dream has come true. A little boy willingly comes to you for you to take his virginity. However, he wants it in either of two special ways. Will you rather give your nostrils or your pee hole? That is disturbing on so many fucking levels. I, <laughs> I cannot even. You can't even. <laughs> Oh no, death, death again, I'm assuming. There's a line between out there and disturbing and fucked up, and that's kind of on the other side. So, what else you got? All right, the final question from Violon is Will you ban me, please? 
love her. Please don't we love her? <laughs> well, the content of your questions are seriously fucked up, and I wouldn't want to do any of them. I see no grounds to ban you at this time. Yay! Please don't give us any. I like when people don't give us reasons <laughs> to ban them. All right, we're going to go to questions now from Sunbro for Life. Number one, why is Tank the best opening to anything ever? Because it hits hot, it hits fast, it hits hard. And then it gets chill, and then in comes the jazz. Plus, it features a saxophone solo, both throughout pretty much the entire damn thing. And then at the very end, the saxophone fucking ripping it at an octave even I've never been able. All right. Number two, what's your favorite video game? Oh, favorite video game. Let's see. It's more of a flavor of the month type deal. And right now, that would have to be Zelda A Link to the Past. As some of you who have noticed me streaming from time to time, realize that is literally the only thing that I've been streaming. It's a great game. It really is. I love it. I it's love a fantastic it. game. And uh, there's randomizer logic that scrambles every item location. So it's phenomenal. Each game's a fresh play. You have no idea what you're getting. Number three. Yep. What is your favorite boss fight? Favorite boss fight? Oh, my. Um, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Pick a hooker by her toe. Substitute random words that make no sense. I'm going to have to go with the final boss from Kingdom Hearts. Actually, that that's a pretty good one. I like that which, one. Which Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> the first one? Uh, whenever I say Kingdom Hearts, I mean the first one. Not the second, not the dozen different titled spin-offs. Yeah, the very so first one with the multi-stage fight that actually has an emotional impact. Yeah, the one where Anson's a giant battleship. Yep, that one. All right, number four. I need to know for a friend how long does it take to, uh, how long does it take of looking inward to fully know your place in the universe? Uh, good luck. I certainly haven't found it. Okay, number five. Have you accepted Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart? Skeletor, he man's where it's at. Get wrecked. Mm -hmm. that was Number six. Who is the character you hate the most? Character I hate the most. Oh, gee, oh my. Um, I don't know. As popular as it would be to say Flash Century, I'm going to decor, detour there. I want to say, fuck Discord. But why, though? But why? It's not the show. Not his weird breaking of the fourth wall and referencing to the viewers. It's every hack who thinks Discord is their magical cure-all to every problem and deuce acts mocking up they need for their story. Yep. Oh, you mean like the Dark Brotherhood? Thank you for ruining a character for me, fandom. <laughs> <laughs> Whose cat is that? Mine. Horrible. 
adorable cats what it is. Crab, tell your cats that we love them. Hey, Tinkerbell, they love you. Yeah. Uh, right? All uh, right, next question. <laughs> we have a question from Shakespeare, please. Oh, Thought what are your thoughts on My Little Pony Friendship Was Magic by T.R.O.Y.? Never seen it. I saw the link, but never watched it. So uh, it's, I cannot say. <laughs> it's, it, right. it's, a, it's a ponyized version of one of the most infamous scenes from uh, uh, Cowboy Bebop. You definitely should check it out. Uh, Ponified Cowboy Bebop is fucking heresy. I'm sorry. I like My Little Pony, and I love Cowboy Bebop. Ponifying. Okay. Oh, it's got into an accent there. That was fun. Anyway, Ponifying Cowboy Bebop is heresy, burn at the stake, and then your ashes dumped in a garbage fire. All right. Next question. Next question is. Next question is from Bendy. Would you be willing to face death by Snoo Snoo by the biggest ponies of Equestria, as in your pelvis breaks during this ordeal? Um, one moment. I was in a weak area perception. Could you ask one more, please? Yes. Uh, would you be willing to face death by Snoo Snoo by the biggest ponies of Equestria, as in your pelvis breaks during this ordeal? Uh, unfortunately, uh, is it macro? Macro is not my fetish. Now, if it were death by snoo snoo by regular sized ponies in Equestria, well, as uh, Futurama has shown us, there are worse prospects. Oh. All right. Now we're going to questions from Cyberphase on GeoTDM, who says, Oh my god, it's a space cowboy! How do I come pete with that? What's next? A giant speak heady monster going to use his big heady tentacles on me? Okay, here's questions for Space Cowboy. Cthulhu, Cthulhu sees your lame attempt and frowns and haunts you with insanity for the rest of your life. Number one. Fun. Would you do a thing, Dragoness? Or and alien dragoness, or at least befriend the two girls. That actually sounds kind of tame. Let's face it, dragonesses are dragons, which by proxy or osmosis are awesome. So hey, lock it. Why not? Literally, awesome. More for friendship. Number two. Would you cuddle with the thing in Alien Dragoness if they were crying, if you were unable to get infected? Wait a second. Is he referencing something then? I thought he was okay. just saying... Yeah. Like a alien. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that changes things immensely. Ooh. And when they say the thing, they mean John Carpenter's the thing. been too long since the thing unfortunately um i can tell you whenever it comes to alien there is one solution and one solution only and that is the ridley scott solution kill all or vent them into space whichever one works there you go well that answers fucking that 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty final uh, door being slammed right there. I'm just saying. Uh, that kind of covers one through three. Uh, so <laughs> let's go to number four. Uh, you have a fuck, kill, marry scenario. Uh, yeah, they're all absurd. Well, not really. Uh, so one of them is Eris, which is the Rule 63 of Discord. And then number uh, another one is Gleaming Shield. I'm assuming Rule 63 of Shining Armor. Yes, but I can't make this shit up. The next one is the Macarena. Macarena, huh? Well, obviously you fucked the Macarena. (laughs) (laughs) And you kill Eris, because as as I said earlier, fuck Discord. Oh, there you go. Actually, it was really fair. Hey, Macarena. All right. Number one. <laughs> Out of all the electronics and inanimate objects, which three items would you either Ponify, Dragonify, or Griffify? You mean make inanimate objects take on life? Yes. As in, like, Rainbow Dash just fucked everything in existence under the sun, one way or the other? No, more like um, how, like, some people have taken pizza and turn them into ponies and then you have pizza pony uh, or you have coke pony uh, terminator pony i'm just saying yeah with 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 the schwarzenegger voice because uh why not of course if weird al can have a pony hey i'm just saying um so it's inanimate objects just in general in general, yeah. just in any general. inanimate object you'd like to see being made into a pony. There's no rules. No rules, huh? Um. You know how sometimes when you think about something, you overthink it? So yeah. So yeah. go ahead and say... Bicycle pony. There could be a lot of innuendos there if it's a mayor. I'm just saying. Right. Town bike. Stop. Next question. Next question. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. <sighs> okay, now it's a question. It's a it's a question to pencil. I know you like yeah. pizza pony. Cyber knows you like Pizza Pony, so what is your second and third favorite and why? I also like Coke Pony a lot because Pizza and Coke Pony are adorable together. And as far as an other inanimate object, Pony has the biggest crush crush on uh, the art Pony from the 4chan uh, draw threads. They're the... She's wonderful. Go look at Ooh, 4chan. Number three, uh, to everyone who is aware of this, is that pic of otaku with an ember pillow called a Daki Makara pillow or something like that? If so, would this yes, be good is. for Flutter Priest? And then he provides a link to a Cadence Daki Makara. Don't you own that one already? have, like the exact one you have that I gave you? 
Uh, no, it's not. Because the one that you sent to me has the mouth open for giving head. Very specific, that is. That's my gift. Love you. Love you, too. <laughs> Are we talking you said it was about such enthusiasm. Pillows? Are we talking yes. about body pillows or pillow dolls? I'm just saying. Uh, body body pillows. pillows, to be clear. All right, we have five more. Can you do it, Priest? Can you do yes. it? Yes. We can. We Let's can do, do this. Uh, now we have we have questions from Uwe Toll, who starts by asking, "Are you one of the rare non-gay cowboys?" I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. Although I could be even more amusing and just leave it up to wonder, or I could cite Brokeback Mountain as an answer. Take your pick. All three nice. varying levels of interest. So you let yourself get caught by the hillbillies there in deliveries, huh? Number number two, as a cowboy, you do cows and horse. It's not a cowboy in the uh, serious sense, as I try to put on this uh, fake Texas accent. But uh, now you gotta sound more whiny. Uh, I can't sound like a whiny bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Number three, have you seen Outlaw Star? Outlaw Star is also a great anime. It's been so damn long, all I remember about Hello? it. Great. And it's in space. A great anime in space. Princess Celestia. I highly recommend going back and rewatching it. Yep, it's uh, on the list along with about a couple hundred different things that I am about 15 years behind on rewatching. Hmm. Number four, did you get a gun at the job? Uh, technically, the gun I have, yes, I do have one with me, is a Smith & Wesson Sigma series, one of the first ones. Ooh, nice. And, uh, yeah, it was actually that specific model of gun is the reason why Glock sued Smith & Wesson. The uh, firearm itself was purchased uh, around the same time I was born, actually. And then sat in a closet for some 20-something years. Um, well, on a side tangent, um, since we're talking about firearms for a moment, I recently went on vacation to the Chicago-ish area. I got to fire a P90 and one Thompson submachine gun, otherwise known as the Tommy gun, and a Steyr AUG, which I'd never heard of before in my life. Tangent complete. Cool. Uh, final question, because we just ran out of time. Are you a minimum wage security firm slave? Minimum wage? No. Why do you think I'm still working this job? If it was minimum wage, I would be working something else. And uh, slave? No, because, as I said earlier in the cast, I am quitting soon. So, fortunately, neither. But Yay! Think, oh, Yay! And that is all the questions that we have, and also all of our time. Space Cowboy, thank you so much for coming on. And now we have completed our collection of story approvers. <laughs> hey, 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 your evil laugh. About a four out of ten, maybe a four point five. You gotta. <laughs> and hey, really... hey, sometimes you gotta catch them all.
Oh my god. Thank you for watching this episode of the Barcast. Be sure to tune in next week when we have a guy. This has been a non pencil. Right, thanks, guys. Enigmatic Otaku. Lilith's chapped lips. Pronounced chap penguin lips. Milk. Bye. Rav. Fucking Enigma's Patreon. Come support mine. And of course, the wonderful <laughs> Space Cowboy. Get wrecked. Quit writing bad stories. Dear God. My name is Splitter Priest, and I think I'm going to go cry. Bye. <laughs> I want to collect your Bye. Team.